Welcome back to Panthers Insider. Pat Bostic here with you for about another 36 minutes. Here every Saturday, 8 to 9 a.m. On the home of the Pitt Panthers, the flagship station of Pitt Athletics, 93.7 The Fan. One week from kickoff and no better man to talk to than the title man out in Harrison City. Title man, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be you. I'll tell you what. As old as I am, this is uh, – I will not be – I'll be on pins and needles between now and next uh, Saturday at 3.30. It's, I do not – I grow uh, my level this time of year. You know, in September, the games, you know, you, you sweat. You got the sunscreen, the lounge chairs, and then by uh, the end of November, you know, last time we were in Acroshore Stadium, uh, it was the Duke game. And as you remember, that was a brutal day. And that's the way of the season. But uh, I'm I'm really very excited. I'm uh, obviously in this first game anxious to see, uh, hey, what our new quarterback looks like. I, I'm actually, you know, I'd like to see him, uh, you know, do something. And, you know, the funny thing with this team and what he's built, what, I, what Coach Narduzzi, we have guys on that, on that defensive line that they're grown men. They're adults. I mean, Devin Danielson and David Green – you know, they've been around as long as me. They're, these guys are adults. The same thing with Blake Zupovic and uh, Cradle. They're adults. So uh, we've finally uh, been able to get to the point where we've built up a lot of depth so that we can bring these guys along. There's no doubt, title man. Make sure you got your sunscreen for next Saturday. Man, I don't want you getting burnt. <laughs> I, I but By now I have that, uh, I have that golfer's tan, so – uh that's a that's a kind of an odd thing but uh i'm i'm encouraged uh you know over the years just seeing what they're they're uh they've got coming in you look at that tight end position you know there have been years where we basically didn't have a tight end and now all of a sudden we we just have a wealth of talent at the tight end position and again i think i think Jakovic's going to use that whoever is in there in the tight end whoever it is He's going to get the ball. He's going to get plenty of touches. And, and that, that's one thing that Jakovic showed us uh, at Boston College when he had uh, Hunter Long. No doubt. No doubt. And he said this week he talked to the media. He said, I like throwing to tight ends. And I like talking to you, title man. We'll hear from you soon. Okay. I'll see you next Saturday, my brother. Have a good weekend. You too, buddy. Bye. There it goes, title man. Taking your calls the rest of the show, 412 928 Talking about some guys that hmm, you don't know about. You may have heard a little bit about. You may have followed them in recruiting. The first guy I'm going to mention is number two, Kenny Johnson. York, PA, native. No bias here. I'm a Lancaster guy. This guy's going to be a player. And I just think this stair step's going to happen as the season goes on. I see a guy that's physically ready talented, but more importantly, emotionally and intelligently ready. He's schooled up. He's smart. He treats the game like a pro. He's mature beyond his years. You guys are going to love this kid. I really think he's going to go down as one of the one of the – he might not be the best receiver Pitt's ever had. That's a tough list to climb. But I think you're going to love this kid as he becomes a more prominent feature in this offense. Number two, Kenny Johnson. Keep your eye out on that guy. When he gets in the game, make sure you're paying attention. Let's go to Frank and Chippewa. 
Frank, good morning. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm outstanding. I'm excited about the season. Um, I think that West Virginia game is going to be a, a key. I think the offensive and defensive line's got to really play well. That that kid Donaldson, that running back, he's a beast. Yep. I know he had Pitt had trouble with him last year. But I think with uh, Jakovic at quarterback, uh, you know, with uh, Bartholomew, too, I think he'll be a key to the game. And I think Pitt can actually go 4-0. and I really – it's going to be tough, but I think they can win that game and – uh, start the season out great. I sure hope so, Frank. And that's going to be a game that we re- really, really look forward to. Obviously, um, you know. But Cincinnati week two, you know, going to be a dogfight. They've got a lot of unknown. Scott Satterfield, you know, coming up there to Cincinnati from Louisville, bringing a lot of transfers. So you, it will be a tough road to four and zero. One and zero is the primary concern. Cincinnati at home, a big game, and then the backyard brawl in Morgantown, obviously, will be a showdown. Appreciate the call. Chippewa, much love. Beaver County Automotive. Spent a lot of time in the beautiful western side of the state of Pennsylvania in Beaver County. Second guy you might not know about that I think you're going to see a lot from this year, and I'm going to stay offensive, is Zion Fowler. And he's not... He's Again, he's not in the top three right now per se, but I can tell you that this offensive staff thinks a lot of Zion Fallerell, his talent. I've watched him, and he's got a lot of Maurice French to him in, in, in terms of how he can play after the catch, y- you know, yards after the catch, yards after contact, that you know, speed, agility. Uh, I think he's a, a Swiss Army knife in terms of what they can do with him. Those two young receivers and this group as a whole, when you factor in Seymour and you factor in Israel Polk, I think it's the most complete group of freshman receivers I've seen Pat Narduzzi bring in. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We'll see how it bears out this season. But those two guys on offense, and I don't want to slight on the running back position either because I've been impressed with Montrevious Lloyd. Wasn't here in spring. Florida native comes here for fall camp and has gotten better and better and better. It's a darn good freshman class on offense. Ty Diefenbach's getting better, too. We're going to reach a point in the year where we stop talking about some of these guys because they're not playing. But the future of Pitt football on the offensive side of the ball is in really good hands. We'll go to Vince and Weirton before we go defense. Vince, good morning. Hey, Pat. hear your voice again. It's always great to get, get in the mood for another year of college football. On a sad note, though, I uh, – you know, I, we welcome everybody to come over to Ar- Armin's old tailgate that Jeff Gordon and I are keep running. But uh, we lost a good man, a good pit guy, Pumps, uh, recently. And uh, just give him a shout-out up in heaven. He's, uh, he's you, with my it, mentor. For- Vince, Vince you, I lost you there for a second. Say his name one more time. We know everybody knows him as Pumps. He ran Armin's tailgates for a lot of years. Yep. He, uh, he, he left us at the eight, ripe age, 89. Another, do a great job. Always love the commentary and uh, look forward to seeing you stop by the tailgate once in a while. Oh, we're going to stop by the tailgate. And Vince, I appreciate the call. And Armin is Armin Delavade. We, we lost, so we've lost a lot of great pit people uh, over the past, you know, several years. And, uh, you know, we're Armin lifted a pit athletics and pit football not only with his contributions but those tailgates are the stuff of legend the summer parties are the stuff of legend 
We'll celebrate Corky Cost as well. Uh, lost Corky uh, this year and, and uh, another true legend, a multi-sport athlete at Pitt. You know, as we focus on the future and today, it's always important to remember those that came before us and those that made this program what it is. Defensively, defensively, you guys know this guy because he's a Central Valley. We're just in Beaver County with – went a little bit farther west to where we were in Beaver County with Vince and Chippewa. I really like, really, really, really like Sean Fitzsimmons. You know, it's going to be tough. That rotation early in the year, it's going to be important to keep guys fresh. You know, you think you've got these three veterans in Green, Danielson, and Bentley. Guys have played just a boatload of football. DeAndre Jules, who's going to wear number zero, by the way. You know, he's in the running for the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest human being to wear the number zero in any sport. Uh, he is he's a massive human being, and I think he's going to be a problem for defenses. But then you got Sean Fitzsimmons in there. And I think he's going to get underestimated. You don't look at him and see this, you know, this uh, overbearing, Herculean-looking guy. He's kind of normal-looking. Um, he's big dude, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, relative to – some of the like DeAndre Jules, but he's he's explosive. He's twitchy. He's a wrestler, so he's good with his hand. Like he's just he's got a knack for it. He's got a nose for the ball, as they say. Sean Fitzsimmons is. I'm excited about Sean. I'm also excited about Kyle Lewis. Kyle's the guy that got banged up last year, but as you watch camp and he works for the twos, work for the ones. But we're number thirty-eight. Redshirt freshman from East Orange, New Jersey. Fast, explosive, always in the backfield. Always in the backfield. He's the guy I think should be on the field on third down. Reminds you of a Phil Campbell type. You know, safety, speed, linebacker body. Hits like a truck. And really, this linebacking core... And again, we're talking about some guys that we may not see as much of as the season goes on. But when you when you start looking at you know the Rasheem Biles of the world, you start looking at this crop of young linebackers. They're just they're different. Braylon Lovelace, you know, six two, six foot with with you know Biles. They're different. They're they're in the Bengali Kamara. Body type. They're in that body type. Jordan Bass. Freak show. I mean, 6'4", 215 playing linebacker. And they get that four-game rule, right? So they can play. Uh, we'll, hop, we'll hopefully see them next Saturday. Feels good about the linebacking position and as I felt. For whatever it's worth. Take that with – take that how you may. And obviously the experience at the top end. Shout out to Nick Lappy for earning a scholarship, by the way. Also, to Junko, Caleb Junko, the Panthers punter, earned a scholarship. Cool video calling his mom. I know grandpa and grandma, Bob and Judy, were proud as well. And then Jake McConaughey, walk-on receiver, extremely talented, earned a scholarship as well. Shout out to those guys. But those are some names 
of guys to watch, particularly next week when the Panthers take on the Wofford Terriers. Disclaimer, I have a soft spot for the Terriers. I have a Boston Terrier. That's the kind of dog we have. My wife's had Boston Terriers her whole life. So I think they got the best logo outside of Pitt in college football. So I'm looking forward to seeing that on the Jumbotron. And I may have just a little bit of sympathy for them as the Panthers look to make a statement in week one. How they will make a statement this season, we'll talk about next. Seven predictions for 2023. We'll keep taking your calls, 412-928-9370. Talking pit football one week from kickoff right here on the home of the Pit Panthers, 93.7 The Fan.